welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I am Luke Cohen, I'm joined by Ollie Davis and our brand new look for this show because we're back and recording together again. But here is what's coming up on today's show. We'll be looking at the news of Anthony Mackie returning as Captain America for the big screen. We'll take a look at all the new releases, including Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Some of our famous YouTuber friends tell us how they enjoyed Free Guy. And we'll be looking at some of the events cinema you can book tickets for. But first off, I feel like we do need to talk about this news that's come out from Deadline. Anthony Mackie is putting on the Captain America Anthony. suit. Anthony. Anthony? 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 I would have said Anthony. Anthony. Deadline are reporting that Anthony, Anthony Mackie is suiting up again as Captain America for Captain America 4. We thought actually, you know, after spoilers, Cap died at the end of uh, Avengers. Well, yeah, he was getting very old and then he's Yeah, we never saw him die. Yes, but in the TV series that they did, they very yes. much said he is no longer with us now. I've read comics before. I don't know if you have. I don't know if anybody at home has. Nobody ever dies. Even when you think they're dead, they come back. This, but this surprised this me. This happened to Captain America as well. <laughs> Multiple times, in fact. But this news surprised me because I thought that with the TV series, you know, and the TV series was there to just put Anthony Mackie in the suit, that they would just do another version of the TV show. Maybe they would do, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier Part 2. But no, we're actually getting Cap 4 on the big screen. There's no word about Sebastian Stan being in this film thus far. It's just, it's just Mackie as Captain America. And that, that's so nice for him. This is like a full-on solo movie for Mackie. I once did an interview with him. Did you know? Yeah, yeah, we did a round table for Civil War. Oh, Do you remember? Yes, I did. And it was Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie because, you know, they, they were such a big part of that film, the bromance that followed it through the next few films. And he kept on looking at me and he kept on stopping. This is a bit of a humble brag. He kept stopping the round table to say, Your eyes are amazing. <laughs> I forgot about this. I think he just wanted to have fun. He was bored by all the same questions. Yeah. So, so I think I'm fully behind Mackie. He mm. knows good eyes when he sees them. Yeah. So, and you think that qualifies him to be the new Captain America? I think so. I think, yes, to lead the Marvel franchise into... Fa so this... Is this a... This isn't a Phase 4 movie, right? Because this is... Well, phase Four's already ironed out. Well, we don't really know. Because Deadline themselves haven't got, like, a concrete date of when this is coming out. There's no director mm. attached to it yet. They speculate it could be towards the end of 2023. So we're still a little ways off from this year. And as you said then, like all of phase four is more or less mapped out with the exception, but there are a handful of films that they haven't, you know, they said they're gonna do Fantastic Four, the Blade movie, and um, presumably another big team up movie to kind of like finish off phase four. So those are kind of like missing. And now we've got Captain America four in there. Are we even in a phase era anymore? Are we in a post-phase phase? They did... I mean, it felt like Kevin Feige was trying to phase out the whole phase thing mm. because he then started referring it to it as, like, the Infinity Saga for, like... It's, it's no longer one, two, and three. It was like, that's the Infinity Saga. What? Now we're starting a new saga. That's... No, no, those are... A saga encapsulates multiple phases. But that, so we're in a new saga, yeah, yeah, we're also yeah. in a new phase. Well, you just said we're not in a phase. Well, I don't know. Oh, okay. But maybe they are. Maybe they're in a phase that is a bit more fluid because you've got, it's not just films anymore. Because there's also... And yeah, then yeah. there's also Fantastic Four, potentially X-Men, and this other secret 
movie. So, yeah, so this is from that. I'm just going to bring up this thing from Deadline, actually. Just going to wait for my laptop to... Uh, I'll keep winking. Unfreeze itself. You didn't hit the caps lock again, did you? <laughs> Luke's got a thing where whenever he hits the caps lock on his computer, or the whole thing freezes. Or the volume. This is Brett. What? Yeah, if I try and turn the volume up or down or turn it off. What have you done to it? I don't it? know. This is, this is a new laptop. <laughs> this is not a year old, less this than laptop. A year old. So here is what deadlines say. Captain America 4 is being scripted by Falcon and the Winter Soldier head writer and creator Malcolm Spellman, along with the series staff writer Dallin Mustard. This is not believed to be the top secret project tipped by my colleague Justin Kroll that might bring back Chris Evans into the fold. So we thought Evans was done as Cap, but according to Deadline, and you know, there's top secret project that Marvel are working on, wink, they're gonna try and bring back Evans for another Captain America appearance. Well, so obviously he would play Rogers, you would assume, but is he going to be old Rogers, where we kind of left him in that timeline? Uh, although, you know, he was, you said he was dead, mm. so. Yeah. But, you know, he could come back old, old way. That's, or, that's how it happened in the comics. You've got old man Steve, essentially. Or is this part of, like, the multiverse mm. thing that Marvel are clearly heading in this direction of with the Spider-Man yeah. movie, Quantum Mania, and things like that, and... Uh, Doctor you know, Strange, Doctor Multiverse of Madness. Absolutely, bloody exactly. And, you know, they were talking, uh, Jim Shooter revealed at a panel recently that he was contacted by Marvel to do a novelization of Secret Wars. And he essentially said to them, are you making a movie of Secret Wars? And they said, well, we can't tell you that. <laughs> and his response was, so you are then. And <laughs> so I think that's going to be our, our big team-up movie, our next big Avengers movie. And you said to me yesterday, that could be how you bring in Fantastic Four and the X-Men yes. into the fold. Because if you kind of adapt it into an MCU world where you're bringing in different eras or different multiverses of things, you could have Steve Rogers' Captain America from a different timeline mm -hmm. with Anthony Mackie's Captain America teaming up. Like Doing the Spider-Man Spider point. Yeah. Captain America War. Well, uh, yes, it's Civil War again. <laughs> Just to explain what Secret Wars is for folks who aren't familiar with it, Jim Shooter, the guy who Luke just mentioned, he was the sort of writer behind it. It was a big 80s comic book event in Marvel, and it's like this... What was it? Battle Battleworld? Battleworld, Battle right, yeah. but who's the guy who... The Beyonder. The Beyonder just takes loads of people, heroes, from not just the Marvel Universe we're familiar with, which is Earth 616, mm -hmm. but also like other versions in other dimensions. And he brings them all to Battleworld and he's like, have a fight. Yeah. So it's essentially me playing with my toys as a kid. Yeah, and, and well, funny enough, it was done to sell toys. Yeah. Because like Mezco were like, we want to sell toys. But how on earth, why would these toys be hanging out together? And Marvel like, well, what if we brought them together mm -hmm. into a comic book thing? It's very, very cool. I was actually listening to a different novelization of it on my way into the office today. And it is cool because it is like, you know, they're just on this ship. One ship's got all the good guys and then one ship's got all the baddies. And I was thinking about this because one of the first people they kill in the comic book is Ultron. And oh. I was like, oh. You can bring everyone back. You can bring them back. Well, how much fun would that be? That won't be? undermine anything. Exactly. Come well, on, Tony. Well, I mean, yeah. Come like, on, Gamora. Oh, they already did that with Gamora. Yeah. So, you know. Maybe that's a way you can bring back Steve Rogers. But like, I mean, we, I feel like we've probably gone slightly off track with our speculation of things there. But like, do you want to like give us. any sort of final thoughts you've got about uh, Captain America 4? 
uh, just that I'm very excited for phase four slash phase five, whatever this is, and how genuinely diverse it's looking. Mm. You get, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get a very balanced cast of top tier superheroes, which will, which will hopefully look very different from, you know, the the, the Infinity Saga of before. I think that's really, really good. It's a huge week of releases at Cineworld Cinemas where you can go and check out Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe, Origins, People Just Do Nothing, Big in Japan, Reminiscent, The Night House, and Around the World in 80 Days. I went to the unlimited screening of Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe, Origins, and the like, I'm an 80s kid, mm -hmm. so of course, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Hero Turtles for us in the UK, and G.I. Joe, or as we knew him then, like Action Force. And Snake Eyes was always one of the really cool guys who were then G.I. Joe slash Action Force. And when they announced they were going to do a solo movie, my initial reaction was like, now Paramount, uh, I think I, I think this is done. Like, uh, you had, you've had multiple opportunities to do this, and I don't think you're ever going to get it right. Well, I was wrong, because I thought this was a lot of fun. I actually really enjoyed uh, Snake Eyes, and I hope that we get more of these. Well, I started watching People Just Do Nothing. So did I. Yeah, so I, I watched the first episode because my sister, anything my sister recommends me, I'm like, I'm not going to watch that. And she's been recommending this forever. But I laughed so much at the clip that we played last week. I thought, OK, I'll give it a go. And it is genuinely very funny. I'm so late to the party here. And because it's a, you know, you can bash out these episodes very quickly, I'm going to do a marathon. I'm going to see that next week. Yeah, so unlike you, I had it recommended by producer and editor Rich, who is an opinion I do trust. Uh, and so I watched that like right off the bat. And it was, and I thought it was really, really good. And like you, I thought the clip last week was yeah. good. And I, the trailer's really funny. So I'm, I'm now more excited for this film than I was previously. But the other film actually that I did want to make reference of um, before we talk about Free Guy and go see what our YouTube friends have to say about this is The Night House. I saw the trailer for this uh, the other week, mm. and this looks terrifying. Like one of the one of the uh, trailer clips was uh, like a quote was like the scariest movie since Hereditary. I mean, I thought Hereditary wasn't scary. I at like all. Hereditary. I, I know it scared it's, me. It's, it's a, there's a difference between liking it and not finding it scary. And for me personally, and I'm not doing this to be the braggart, I'm the hard man. I didn't find it scary, but this trailer, dude, is just like I, I was scared by the trailer and it was one of those films and i always know how scary a film is when my wife says where she wants to go see it or not if she sees a trailer that she's like oh that was quite scary let's go see that at the cinema that means not good enough it's not it's gonna be scary <laughs> but not like not too scary she said she was like i can't watch that at the cinema. yes a genu genuine a genuine reaction of like oh, i don't think i can watch that at the cinema so I'm going to drag her to see it mm. because I think she'll really, I think she'll enjoy herself when she's there and being that scared. It looks awesome. That's incredibly healthy for a relationship. That's what I think. Also out this week, the Paw Patrol movie, the Suicide Squad, Jungle Cruise, Space Jam, A New Legacy, and The Crudes to a New Age, but also Free Guy. Yes. Which I absolutely love. But you know what? Don't just take my word for it. Here are some famous YouTubers, including Cinemania contestant Birdkeeper Toby, to tell you what they thought of the movie and how they saw it. I've just watched Free Guy, which was incredible. I had a choice of screen I could watch it on, IMAX, Super Screen. I went for 4DX. What are these, trick glasses or something? Oh. 
I'm a big fan of Ryan Reynolds, so I might be a little bit biased, but I really enjoyed the movie. But those aren't our only famous YouTuber friends, is it? Because we've got another famous YouTuber right here, Laurie Blake. I don't think I'm as so I don't think, famous. I don't think I'm as famous as those guys. Not just famous, but also a keen movie goer. Owner operator of Eyes. I've been to see Free Guy. Yeah, I went to see it at Cineworld using my unlimited card of all Ooh. things. Oh, I loved it. I thought yeah. it's actually. I think I had like because it'd been it'd been lost for so long, and I had quite low expectations going in, and I was blown away by how good the film actually was. Ryan Reynolds is doing this kind of like. He's almost like Buddy the Elf in terms of like the way his character responds to once he discovers that he's in this video game and he meets all these characters that are, you know, the players in the game and he's like suddenly dragged into their world and he just responds to it with this kind of like childlike glee at all this time being like, beautiful grenades. Like, it's just so weird and so brilliant. And it's got like a really heartwarming ending as well. Mm. Like, it's, like it's such a nice film. Jodie Comer is on fire in it. Uh, Taika Waititi has just the greatest heel turn, I think, of all time. And well, it, he's, spoiler! No, he's just a, he's a bad guy throughout. Okay. He's just like he's just he's just a really really weird, mean character. Um, yeah, I I just think it's so so good. And obviously, like if you're into your video games, it's got a lot to love about it. It's making so many good references, playing with so much fun stuff. Um, and yeah, it kind of escalates into like wackier and wackier territory. Um, there's a there's a couple of surprise cameos Ooh. in there from people you don't expect. Some of them you've been talking about in this episode already, what? but I won't tell you who they are. That deadline reporter. Yes. Oh my god. Jim Shooter. Jim Shooter. Oh, all writer of Secret World. Luke's laptop. <laughs> what was your favourite reference, like video game reference? I think, like, obviously it leans very heavily on uh, GTA mm. and Crackdown and those kind of open-world shooters. Um, and I think it's it's the GTA stuff, but there's some really brilliant bits with, like, hideouts. Like, when, when people have their kind of, like, where they've stored all of their stuff. And there's, like, multiple different hideouts they go to throughout the film. And that is where all the kind of best bits happen. And I don't think really it's, like video it's like a specific video game reference that's the funniest but there is a bit where kind of you see the bleed from like the character people play in the game to who they are mm. in real life and it's one of the cameos and it is so so funny to see the juxtaposition of the person who's playing the person in the game and the person who's playing the person in real life oh that's great kind of like a wreck it ralph dynamic yeah. oh that's really cool oh you can go and see that in Cineworld right now but that's not all. You can actually also pre-book Where the hell did Laurie go? <laughs> because <laughs> you thought we'd be done talking about Marvel, right? Talking about Captain America and Secret War and all of that. But the next installment of the MCU is available as a pre-order now. You can get your tickets for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which I think looks a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, the first film I saw back in the cinema, at Cineworld, of course, was Black Widow. And it's not just about not being in that experience that I miss so much, it's it's seeing my, my Marvel friends there as well. Yeah. And I feel like Shang-Chi 
it's going to introduce me to new friends as well. Aquafina being one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because I love, I think Aquafina is so funny. Uh-huh. And I'm, so I'm really looking forward to seeing her in an MCU role. Also, there's like cameos from previous MCU movies, like Abomination from The Incredible Hulk is going to be in there. Wong from Doctor Strange. Yes. So yeah, I think there's, there's so much to this that I'm really, really excited to, to dive into. And actually, like the early screenings that they did over in the States, the people that went to go and see it have actually come out being like, it's, I was excited for this movie, but it's actually way better than I thought it would be. I didn't expect this to become one of my favorite MCU movies. No way. Yeah, which has really hyped me up to, to, yeah, to yeah. see it now, yeah. Event Cinema is also something that we do here at Cineworld Cinemas, and you can pre-book your tickets for these upcoming shows at selected Cineworld Cinemas. Andre Rial's 2021 Summer Concert on the 28th of August, the National Theatre Live Follies 2017 recording on the 2nd of September, Mick Fleetwood and Friends on the 7th of September, Oasis from Nebworth on the 23rd of September, and Cliff Richard, The Great 80 Live Tour on the 27th of October. We've got one unlimited screening for you this week on the 24th of August herself, which looks like a really, I I saw one review of this that called it soul destroying cinema, but like in the best kind of way. And it's like, it's also like uplifting at the same time, but it's, you know, it needs to break you down before it rebuilds you again. And I feel like this could be something, it's a bit of like an an antidote to like, Mm. there's a lot of the movies we've got on at Cineworld at the moment are the big budget blockbuster type event cinema. So this feels like something a little bit different, a nice little change of pace. Yeah, definitely all the films I've seen since I've been going back to the cinema this year have been the big epic things. And I guess, yeah, after a while it does become a bit much. You need something more on the serious, more adult side. So yeah, this I'll definitely be checking this out. Yeah, absolutely. And you can get your tickets for it with your Cineworld Unlimited card using the link in the video description down below. But that's all we've got time for on this edition of What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. Please do get in touch with us on the old Twitter machine, on Facebook, wherever you want to find us, Instagram or something. Leave a comment down below and please do subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. I've been Luke Owen, this has been Ollie Davis, and that has been What's On.